but Ronda now says she wants UFC 200. Where's your mind at? You know, I, I do like to fight sooner than later, but I'm, I'm not one to say this is when I want it and who I want. I usually just take the opportunity that they give to me, and so whatever happens, you know, we'll see how the cards unfold. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here today because I just took whatever opportunity was in front of me. You know, they said Ronda was next. I said, all right. A lot of people thought it was too soon, so I think that it's been best for me just to keep going with how I normally do it and just let it flow. So if it's UFC 200, then rematch is great. A lot of, a lot of people, uh, you know, after the fight, you know, you've been very gracious in victory, you know, giving a lot of credit to Ronda and obviously very, you know, humble in your victory. Um, a lot of people have kind of been upset that Rhonda hasn't at least said congratulations to you. She said, i got to come back and beat that chick. She's not even using your name. I mean, does it bother you that you haven't at least heard a, you know, great job, can't wait to meet you again, any of that? No, because I think a lot of things that I think if, if somebody doesn't want to say it or doesn't, you know, it, it's obviously affected her in a different way. She hasn't really kind of reacted this way to a fight before, and so I know it's just... Um, a lot of emotion, and it's really nothing on me. I don't want to lose any sleep over it, lose any energy over it. You talked about sort of going with the flow and just waiting for things to happen. Has it been an adjustment that, you know, you say that and then we write a headline about it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everything I say does come into a headline sometimes, <laughs> but, um, you know, what, I just kind of speak from, from my heart, speak what I feel, and if that's... I don't mind people knowing how I, how, how I feel and what I think, so it's fine with me. So you are enjoying the sort of extra spotlight that sort of comes with being champion a little bit? It's a constant reminder that I won, so I don't mind it, but I, I do like my privacy. And so, I mean, I don't mind it. I, I appreciate the media and I appreciate fans and I appreciate all that because I wouldn't have a job without it. So I definitely am going to embrace it, but I do like to shut the doors and, and shut every, everybody out sometimes and just uh, have some peace and quiet to myself as well. You kind of dream about what it'll be like to get back to a bit of a normal life, get back to Albuquerque and get back into your routine? Yes, I, I really want to just kind of have a normal, even training schedule. Um, so it's been fun to travel and I've been able, you know, I got to work out in with my coach yesterday because he's here for some of the fights. So I try and keep it as normal as I can, even on the road. Um, you know, just kind of keep it, just kind of keep down to earth a little bit and just kind of, this is, this is great. It's only for a few hours though. And then I can leave and, and kind of do my own thing. So. What's been the most surprising thing about all this attention that comes with being a champion? Um, it's been a, a big overwhelming it's over, flood it, of it's media a lot. attention it's, and It's a lot and it's great. Um, but it's... Not necessarily surprising. I mean, I've, I've seen all the other champions and, and the schedules that they have to keep up with, and so I can't say that it was something that I was shocked by, but um, I, do, I do like to have my own space sometimes, so uh, I'm looking forward to a little bit of a, a quieter uh, ride for a little bit. Holly, is everything settled now for the Rousey fight? I mean, you're, you're fine July 9th, and that's just the way it's going to be? There, nothing's set in stone. So we'll see how it unfolds. How much do you want to fight in the interim versus just waiting for Ronda or waiting for that day? I like to fight sooner than later, but like I said, I, I don't ever, I've, I've never in my life said I want to fight this person at this time. I don't do that. So I don't like to wait eight months, but I'm not going to sit here and just demand anything different. You know, I just, you know, if they give me something sooner, great. And if, 
Stephen A. Smith from ESPN said Dana texted him and said that you wouldn't be ready to fight till June. Is there any truth to that? I'm ready to fight tomorrow. Uh, so you don't know where that you don't know where that I don't came know from. where that came from. Um, maybe they just don't want me to fight till then, but um, no, I'm perfectly healthy. I'm ready to go. Talk to us about that, that QA session yesterday. Um, oh, it was insane. The the QA was just crazy. There was a lot of energy and a, and a lot of um, excitement, so it's fine. I knew going out there that that kind of a crowd is very bold and very, um, you know, they're there to try and kind of just be fun and, and cause a, a lot of commotion, so I knew it was going to be one of those, like, really intense Q&As, you know. Um, experience it. I'm always like that. Let's just take it in, <laughs> however it goes. From the from the first time, you know, when you when you got matched up with Ronda, a lot of the pressure was on her, and she had a lot of talk before the fight. You kind of just went in there with yourself, even with the weigh-ins. You had a smile on your face. You were just like, you know, I'm just here to get a drink. With the rematch, she's already saying that, uh, you know, she's going to win or retire. Do you feel like maybe she's kind of mounting the pressure on herself a little bit, maybe unnecessarily? Yeah, everybody has their own mental way, their own mental game. So if, if that's the way she needs to feel, to feel ready for this, maybe she needs to feel like it's, it's this or nothing uh, in order to really just completely dive into it and dive into training. Um, so, I don't know. I, whatever she feels, every, every fighter has their own mental game. Um, for me, I know mine is just let's stay focused. Let's just, let's just work hard and, and get there for the fight. For this fight, a lot of people were thinking, man, this is a really big thing for you. A lot of people think it's too early. It's the biggest venue. Um, the pay-per-view numbers were pretty much just outrageous and you know how do you feel about that and it's like well it's I try and really picture just I'm in the if I had this person across from me in practice it doesn't seem so big so I try to keep that take the cameras and the lights out of it and just focus on the fighter in front of me um, and not really pay attention and it's not just the venue that was so big there's millions across the world watching but it's still just her and I and so I like to keep more of like a grounded feel about it um, and just be just be into the one the one fighter in front of me. When you look ahead to the prospect of a what it means to the sport to get to that point to have a 200 and your place in it what is that what do you fight about oh it's I mean that's an overwhelming feeling that they would even want to put me on a card like that that's what a lot of people dream of so um, it's, it's, it's a huge thing uh, but I try not to get like I guess it goes along with the same lines I don't want to get so overwhelmed thinking I want to be part of this big thing again because it is just for me it's all about the fight it's passion it's all about the victory it's all about the win and for me it's just training for that person in front of me whether it's UFC 200 or 199 you know um, for me so but it is um, I do feel very honored that they put me in that light to want to put me on such a big card before internationally, you have three fights and a lot of training. How much better did you get? How much better of a fighter are you today than you were 12 months ago? Um, I'm a completely different fighter today than I was you know, 12 months ago, and I plan on being better the next fight and better the fight after that and better the fight after that. I don't ever want to feel like I've made it somewhere. I want to feel like I'm still getting somewhere. That way I keep learning, I keep pushing forward. Um, I always want to keep progressing forward. So you were you were a big underdog against Ronda, but was it was everybody just misjudging you, 
or did you get significantly better while no one was watching? Uh, I feel like it's a little bit of both. I feel like a lot of people were underestimating me, and I think the other part of it is that I knew what I was up against, and so I really, really, really wanted to get better, and I knew that I had to work hard for that fight, so it's a little bit of both. Did you read the story Rhonda did with ESPN I have not read the entire thing, no. Did you read some of the quotes or anything? Do you have any thoughts on it? If you tell me what quote you're thinking of, I'll tell you what. Okay. I can't quote them, so I can't do it. She's obviously down. You know, she's... Yes. Um, and you know what? I wouldn't change anything about the fight. That's what I go in there to do. I want to win. I hate to lose, and I want the victory. And I want the knockout. Who doesn't want the knockout? That's the ultimate victory. Um, but when the fight is over and the decision is done, there's always this little bit of compassion because when you're a fighter, you know what, what, it's, what it's like to lose. And there's a little bit of compassion. It's um, When I got knocked out, somebody had come up to me and they said, well, don't be so down. It's not the end of the world. And I was like, actually, this is exactly what it feels like, the end of the world, <laughs> you know? Uh, you put your heart and soul into it. Everything physical, mental, emotional, you put everything into it. And, you know, being on in the spotlight as she has, it's, you know, people people go from having you here and then to just measure. So there, there's a little bit of passion there, but not enough that I would change any of the decision. I mean, let's be real with that. You know, I wouldn't change it for a second. I, I, if I had a chance to do it all over again, that, that's my plan, is to finish with a knockout. But um, it is. It's a very sad place to be. And, and I've been there. And, um, and so there's a little bit of compassion for that. You've had rematches before in your boxing career. What do you feel like is the key to a rematch? You know, because obviously, you know, whether you fight Misha next, you're going to eventually fight Ronda at some point. What is the key to getting mentally ready for it? Because I know it's hard to top your last performance, so I know you can't think that way. But what is the key to a rematch? I always feel like they're coming for me twice as hard as they were the first time, um, especially if they're coming from the loss and coming back. Um, and it's going to be a different fight. They've not only watched my film, they've felt my strength, they've felt my powers, they've seen, felt my movement, experienced me in the ring with them. Um, so it is. It's, uh, this will be my first rematch in MMA. And she's felt my clench, she's felt the punches, she's felt the movement. So she'll be able to be more prepared the second time around. So it'll be a completely different fight. They're never the same. Holly, when you you've been in so many different fights and so many different disciplines, when you look back at that fight, was that your most complete effort as, as an athlete? I mean, when you think about what in the middle of it, and then when you look back at the film and everything you did, was that you putting everything together that you know as, as an athlete? So everything we practiced played out in the fight. And not every fight is like that. Sometimes you practice a certain way, and you get in there and you have to make so many different adjustments. Sometimes it's just maybe one little adjustment. But everything we did was playing out. So, you know, a lot of times in the fight, I would just hear my coaches saying, stay focused, because pretty much keep to the plan. Just stay focused. Like, what, what we worked on is working, so just stay focused. And so, yes, everything everything played out, but I don't feel that like that's my full potential. I never feel it's full. If I feel like that's my full potential, then I should retire. That means that I don't feel like I'm going to get better. So, no, I don't feel like it's my full potential. It was a very dominating performance, but it also is its own fight. There's every fight's different, every matchup's different, and it's going to be a whole different, different fight the next time around. Um, 
there's things I look at in the fight and I think, oh gosh, you know, good thing I didn't get caught here and, and there's mistakes that I made and I want to get better at it. I don't, you know, I always want to perfect. Talk to us about the relationship with the coach Wink and the team you've got up there in Albuquerque. It seems like a real close knit, almost like a second family. It is. Our team is like a second family, 100%. Our coaches are great, you know. Um, our teammates are great. As soon as the fight was over, when I left the venue, I just thought, oh, I can't wait to go into the team and just hug them. I just want to hug my team that was so, so supportive in every way, you know, and, and, and they believed in me when everybody outside of the gym wasn't. Um, and that means a lot, you know, that, that builds confidence. Uh, their belief in me gave me strength. And so it is, it's, you know, and, and a lot of that comes from the top. That comes from, you know, Mike Winklejohn and, and Coach Greg Jackson. They believe in you. They have this emotion. They set the stage. And all the fighters underneath them, they feel that energy. And so it's just, it is, it's a second family. They're, they're like my brothers and sisters over there. And, and, and the reaction you got when you got, you know, you went back home, was it 20,000 people you saw? There was over 20,000 people at this parade that they put on, and it was just insane, you know. Um, I didn't know what to expect. All I know is that when we started the parade, I was crying because there's just so much, just so much overflow of emotion from people. It was just like, I mean, it's insane, uh, the support there. And good thing we had the whole parade before I actually had to get up and have a speech. So I could get like some of the tears out of the way so I could actually collect myself. Um, but it's just, I just love that it touched that many people's lives. I mean, what does that happen? What did it teach me? A lot of people don't experience that. Like you went from, I don't want to, I'll just use the word now, and almost obscure going in and, and the biggest thing coming out. I know that in this, in this career, you work your whole life and you can be on top like this, and then there's also, you get it taken away just like that. And that's what makes watching fighting so amazing. You never know what's going to happen. It's also what makes it the most emotional thing you can be involved in when you know what you're up against and you know what can happen with a win or a loss. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm still learning as it goes on, but I knew that it would be, it's either, I always say you're either having the best night of your life or the absolute worst night of your life. It is one or the other, and there is no in between. Um, so it, it, it has been. It's amazing. Um, it's been a great ride. Um, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of pressures that come on after a victory like that. Then people will, you know, high expectations and things like that. Um, so I just need to work hard to try and, and make that ride again.